Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One pencil puke. One poopy diaper dip, baby. Poopy that diaper, baby. One fortnight discussion of comics and culture. I'm your host, Robbie Norman, literature geek and writer. I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. This is episode 247. <laughs> you really don't have to make those noises. I don't think people enjoy them. I mean, do other people matter? I mean, I we, we I think we do this for other people to listen to it. Not. Oh, I guess you're right. I mean, I, I can just call you on the phone. <laughs> you know? What's that? I, I Well, you have one in your pocket. It's what you, it's it's actually, what you, it's it's what you use to look at Facebook when you're on the toilet. Instagram, mostly. When you're being honestly. a poop, poopy diaper baby. Poopy diaper baby. Hi, guys. We are talking about Guts by Raina Telgemeier later on uh, in Nerbo Book Club. It includes those childish insults that also make us laugh. Uh, number it is one, hard for me to say, though. It, one, I mean, it's the rubber baby bubba bubba. It's the, the tongue twister. Rubber right there. baby buggy bumpers. There you go. Black poopy diaper baby. Poopy. She sells seashells by the seashore. There you go. Eric is verbally adept. I, I'm a cunning linguist. Don't mm-hmm. you know it? Yep. Were you setting me up for that on purpose? What are you talking about? I don't know either. Okay. I, I, I rarely know what I'm talking about. Well, we'll talk about that later on. Uh, before we get there, though, we have some comic books that came out uh, relatively recently uh, to talk about here, to review even single issues of comic books. Single whole issues. Mm-hmm. American. American. Yeah. We can go to our first second. It's time for Floppy's Fortnightly. Lobbies for Nightly's, where Eric and I will review a selection of the past couple weeks' books. Tell you to buy or do not buy them. There is Mush Meter goes from one to five. If we're feeling mushy about our decision, our first book is Everything, number two, written by Christopher Cantwell, Art INJ Colbard, letters Steve Wands. Will like to point out again, I this know. is not the this is not the bad Christopher Cantwell. One of them writes comics, the other is a far right Nazi. Yes. A crying Nazi, even. Don't get them He's confused. He's that guy. Yeah, don't. He's got a podcast. You shouldn't listen to it unless you're a Nazi. In which case, stop. You can listen. You can listen to. Here. You can listen. Yeah, don't listen to us. Listen to him. I would say stop being that first. That'd yeah. be my. And then if you don't agree with doing that, then you should stop listening to us. Um, no, I mean you can listen, but you, you, they have to like take their electric appliances to the bathtub something i don't know whatever what do you think comic book this comic book is getting escalating in its strangeness i was gonna say it's just getting fucking weird which i'm i am on all board all all aboard for it frankly i'm very glad that it's doing it this quickly i didn't i didn't need i didn't i was already on board with what this book was you know strange Mm -hmm. giant megalomart in the 70s this book is just like, and the first issue is just like setting it up and giving us all these characters. And now it's like, no, we're 
all aboard get on board the weird train <laughs> this is uh this is a this is a weird train i i it's it's so weird that i honestly struggle to enjoy it maybe that's not the correct way to phrase it but it does like i think i enjoy it despite being so weird it's incomprehensible i mean i it has a story it's just not the story is not really much of it's not like it's it's like hey there's a weird place a weird store called everything in this town this is what happens and it's mostly just a lot of weird shit happening at the same time i am i don't know if i would be on board with this going continuing just like hey it's an entire issue of chaos every time because that's what this is this is just like you kind of we get the norm established in that first issue this issue too is more like hey chaos is starting to happen around this store people are getting dying crazy stuff i don't ex- i you know i don't want this every issue i want eventually you know for us to investigate what the store is and you know i assume that's eventually that's what we'll get but I also, I like it, like, you could fit more room for that stuff if you didn't have these weird ads in it, but I kind of really like the weird ads, uh, for, like, 357, 357s for $357, just a dog in front of shotguns. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Have a blast. (laughs) Have a blast. I really, they're really, I, the, it's that dumb, awful 70s advertising that I still really enjoy just looking at, um... I'm a buy. I really, I like this book a lot. I don't know that I like it a lot, but I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Bring me your weird shit. It would be, I can't, I can't turn down a fucking nonsensically weird book that's well drawn. Yeah, it looks really good. Mm -hmm. It does. Still has like that sort of Daniel Clausish kind of weird shit going on. It does. I don't know why it makes me think of Requiem for a Dream. It's just something about all the juxtaposed little vignettes of all these characters. I don't know. For some reason, it's it. I'm thinking it, it reminds me of some films that I've seen, and that's the only one I can come up with a name of that it reminds me of. It remind. It's a mix of me between it's like Days Confused slash uh, Night Vale. That's what this is to me. It is, I, I get a Night Vale sort of vibe to it, because it has that sort of horror as um, mundane life mm-hmm. sort of um, slant to it. Are you straight up a buyer? I think I am. Um, I have mushy feelings, but I still think that this is a book to watch. So I think it's worth recommending, even if... Yeah, I don't know why I'm disturbed by it being so weird when that's literally like that's a that's not a that's a that's a feature, not a bug. All right. Double by everything. Number two. Next up is The White Trees. Number two. Uh, script by Chip Zdarsky. Line art. Chris Anka. Color art. Matt Wilson. Letters. Aditya Bidikar. Uh Part two of two mm-hmm. wraps up the story. Issue two is too straight for me. <laughs> uh. I mean, I will say that dude is definitely in some fucking shibari. Yes. I feel like I feel like if your goal is to pretend that someone's your prisoner and you show up and he's tied up in fucking shibari, they're like, that dude's queer as fuck. Get him. 
Maybe it's normal. Like, like it's just it's too obvious. Maybe no, everyone yeah, the, the, knows Shibari this, in this. Yeah, world. they're the they're the fucking kink police. I swear <laughs> to fucking god, that is like god damn it, Christopher Anka. They're like make this one less gay, and he's just like fucking Shibari out of nowhere. Uh, I will say that this book has a lot more action than the first issue did. And it looks has incredible. Less, less has less penises. Less penises, more violence, more blood. It yep. is. It looks really. That's how you know it's straight. Oh <laughs> yeah, boys. I I really, I I the art the 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 action in it is really really good. It it really delivers complex choreography, mm. really really efficiently and cleanly, and really communicates these fight scenes. And it's I don't ever get confused about why someone is this way or there or what's happening here or how did that person get chopped in half. I know exactly all that stuff. Turns out Christopher Anka's gay or uh, good at two things, being gay and making comics. This brings together all of his interests. So do you would you suggest now that we have a basically complete story? What do you what do you think about it? I I mean, I like this book. I, I was I did not foresee swerving out of this i am i i mean i assume this ending is a flashback from yes the coloration of it which i don't know i think it it it, it, it does feel like it's a little it's it's a little gladiator to me that's the only my only it's an, it's yeah. nitpick, it's a nitpicky complaint i still wholeheartedly I recommend this book i i would recommend it too gladiators are really good kind of comparison and that it's like just saccharine self-sacrifice like the dude's kid is alive and he's just like i'm gonna fight everyone till i'm dead which is just senseless i mean i understand it thematically like it's very much like because he is lapsing back into violence that it is basically is it is entering into a life he does not want to live in anymore and that by doing it against a king he is never going to be able to escape it again that even if he does live through this he is going to be in this this the life of violence for the rest of his you, life so I'll t I'll tell you what you just rescue your daughter and fucking leave forever and they, they, they like then you get to be alive I mean someone had to make a distraction Eric you know you're right. The ever important distraction. They couldn't just set off a Roman candle. <laughs> I, why, why, why could Christopher Anka not have just drawn Kota Ibushi coming in and shooting a Roman candle at his abs? If you are pitching to me that Chris Anka is going to write yeah. a new Japan pro wrestling comic or, or draw, I mean, that'd be the person he should do. I, he should absolutely do it. I would. Yeah. I want a Kota Ibushi comic book yeah. drawn by Chris Anka. I think that's that. I think yes, yeah. Yes, I'm a I'm a buy on this comic. There, I I have some. I like the idea that oh, it's two issues. We get a complete story. I like the art is beautiful. Chip Zdarsky is still a very good comic book writer, despite that he is a Tim and Eric sketch in real life. I'm a buy. A Tim and Eric sketch. Have you not seen all that crap on? You probably have it. Some the thing he's doing with Stegman and podcasting and. I hate that kind of humor. It's yeah, I'm like, not I, a big I, fan I, myself. <laughs> I like the fucking um what is his name? Eric 
Eric Andre, what's what is the guy? Eric Andre's name? show is also. I would say it's a it's I, it's a it's not as absurd as Tim and Eric, but it's there. It's close ish to that I general. I feel like it's the same. It's the it's humor for for fucking stoners. Although I watched it with my friend Alex and a and his girlfriend and one of their friends, and they all were eating it up, and I'm like. This shit's awful, guys. I'm sorry. I like I like Eric Andre's show in like two minute clips. I would never sit down and yeah. watch the entire thing. I just think his whole shtick is just like, let me be weird so people can laugh at me making this person uncomfortable. Yeah, that's also. I mean, I it depends on the. That also is like, I want the guest to be in on the joke as well. I don't want them to just be like some weird observer, and then suddenly it, the desk explodes, and they're like, "What's going on?" I guess it's honestly very Space Ghost. It is very Space Ghost. It is live now action. I, now that I think about it. It is which live I, action I, Space Ghost. I have watched that trash and enjoyed it. I'd never, so I don't like, know what's wrong with me. I, I never really I'm, like Space Ghost either. I I, I think I, it was just like lack of option. That's very true. There was less things then. Yeah, there wasn't a glut of media in every single direction you looked. We had not yet, yet entered a culture of steam. You're welcome, Eric. I, I, you, you just don't ever miss a chance. Nope. Uh, Someone said the word shaman and Robbie starts <laughs> quoting Alan Moore. Uh, that's a double buy on White Trees, number two. Next up is Strange Skies Over East Berlin, number one. Written by Jeff Loveness, illustrated by Lissandro Estheran, colored by Patricio Del Pesce, lettered by Steve Wands. I love the way you say Patricio. I you sound funny. I tried. I know it's okay. I can't blame you. I also I can't say poopy diaper baby. So you know it's that's that's theoretically in my own language. I really really like this comic book. I dig it. There's something about the way that the story's told that kind of irks me, but I don't know. I really sink into it and I can start picking up what it's putting down. I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's it it gets it gets it's very concise in that it sets up our main character, their 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 conflict that they're already in. They're already in with it. And then you get the the weird the weirdness in this and you get a tremendous hook at the end of it with the main character being locked inside this this facility with the person who is theoretically potentially could be their you know doom or whatever in with the shadow of the cold war and all that stuff plus all this weird shit happening i don't know if you know this about me eric i'm a i love small location tense setting weird horror sci-fi stories Okay, bottle stories. Yeah, huh? I, I. So this is that, and I. I guess I guess that is literally what the thing is, it, isn't it? It is exactly what the thing is, uh, and there's it's not it's the not which, the only which, example, but it's which, my favorite. Which of your books is that? Uh, the new one that's coming okay. out in a month. A month. Month ish. I don't have a hard date yet set yet. But in November. Okay. You should always release books on uh, Thanksgiving Day. I'm going to do it right on Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, that people really everyone, pay a lot of attention. Everyone to... reads horror novels on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. 
frankly, your release date doesn't really matter. Uh, and you can call it Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm a buy on this book. It looks really good too. I really like it. Is art. it is it is very neat looking. I like the stylization of the figures and the painting is uh, really very attractive. Um, it's it it is uh, it's got a lot going for it. It's a really good first issue. It really, I think, very succinct. I would, I would say so. Um, yeah. Are you just? I think it's, I think it's you, nice. Are you a buyer? Yeah, I think. Um, I just had to kind of. I had to go through it more than once. Uh, I think it had more to do with my uh, state of well-being over the actual like objective quality of the book, which I think is. D- don't don't let me sell it too short. I think it is strong. As a double buy of Strange Skies over East Berlin, number one. Next up is SFSX, number one, or Safe Sex, number one. Written and created by Tina Horn, drawn and colored by Michael Dowling, lettered by Steve Wants. This is a pretty fucky little book. It looked, yeah, I, I don't know. It looked, uh, I, saw, I saw some social media posts about it and people talking about uh, I think the main thing was them joking that uh, the the about the the San Francisco mostly, um, but also uh, the explicit nature of some of the uh, some of the art, which is not I don't know it's not that bad, but you know for well, a lot of people I mean, anything is bad, so eh, whatever. It it does have very explicit uh, sex scenes. Mm-hmm. in more than one place i mean i don't really know i don't know how much more sexual it can be than than i mean than that i mean i and, like this woman's getting fisted well i mean i would say that it doesn't bother me because this this whole book is about it you know it is about control over sex and stuff like that it's a weird like dystopian sex future that this book is set in it feels like a dystopian sex present. I mean, yeah, this is, I mean, that is. And I don't mean it like a gift. No, it's, it. but I mean, it's very much along the lines of how do you make, how do you, how do you create a potential mm-hmm. dystopic future with our current dystopic present? It's very, it's very um, bitch planet. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I thinking? I was comparing it to, I can't think of it, but it, it, it's, 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 it's good. And I, I thought it was going to be real shitty and show offy because like the big shocking reveal is like, Oh, look, there's a whole fucking like room of people fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know. I, I like, I like what it's shooting for here. You know, mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty wild. And I think it, it introduces a lot of interesting characters and shows them in, in really interesting conflict with people that I would also find reprehensible. Oh God. I, I, I can't imagine there are absolutely thousands and millions of people that are just like the antagonists in these in this book and it kind of horrifies me to think that i think it's really i think it's again is a very good first issue and that it really clearly sets up stakes sets up these characters sets up 
the at least the foundation of this weird future you know of this control of the uh, reporting uh your sex acts to the government um sex positive and uh, well created well crafted so i'm a, i'm a buy i like how she fucking like escapes the house like fucking wonder woman and kills a guy with a high heel shoe because she's like sex worker wonder woman it's pretty fucking rad mm-hmm. um this book is good uh it's very fucky mm-hmm. this book fucks it does i mean i don't think that's it's i think it's pretty clear if you this book this book has fisting on like page two page uh page two three mm-hmm. something like that yeah I, de- I met a guy this weekend that couldn't stop talking about fisting. Oh. Talked about it a lot. Hmm. I met a lot of weird people this weekend. I, I... Not That's not a judgment. It's ju- let's, ju- let's not say weird. Let's, uh, let's say not standard people. I, I would say if that if you are meeting someone and you're openly willing to talk about fisting with them. It was that. It was just that kind of atmosphere. Okay. Uh, I'm a, that's, a, that's a buy, Eric, for you. I think it's it did damn well better be okay. Double by SFSX number one. Next up is Harleen, number one. Eric's favorite comic book character name. Did you see? So you saw? I did. you saw my tweet. Mm-hmm. No, my favorite is Blackagar Boltagon. <laughs> I can excuse that because it was created in the sixties. I mean, at least Superman is called Clark Kent. And not, not, and not Superibus Manimus, you know? Eh, I, Jack Kirby, can, has created a lot of strange things, so I'm going to excuse yeah, I, him. Yeah, I did not know, like, Lan, like, responded and told me Medusa's real name, which is almost as stupid as Black Car <laughs> Multigon. I did not know it. I just assumed she was fucking, like, her name was Medusa, but it's like Medusalar or some <laughs> dumb shit. It's, because are you, Jack are, Kirby, I swear to God, he huffed too much fucking rubber cement or some shit. Are you, what in, in the fuck? Are you criticizing inhuman culture? Yes, I'm going to criticize inhuman culture. Name your fucking children <laughs> something normal, okay? To Don't them, name it's... them Blackagar, Boltagon, or Medusa-la-fa-fa-fa, or whatever in Norm... the shit. That's just Arlene like... Quinzel is not a fucking good name. <laughs> Paul Dini, you fucking idiot. We didn't even go to the conference. It's Blackagar is just like John to inhumans. There's like 50 Blackagars. Just like yeah, in, inside the royal family, like Blackagar, Boltagon, okay, he had to okay, go by Black okay. Bolt for, for because everyone, there's so ev- many Blackagars. Okay, for everyone listening at home, so you all know what a fucking moron that Robbie is. <laughs> the character that I'm talking about is Black Bolt and his fucking name, you know, like my name is Eric and Robbie's name is Robbie. His fucking name is Blackagar Boltagon and his fucking superhero name is Black Bolt. That's fucking stupid, guys. I, I, Jack Kirby should have been fucking punched for that one. I would, don't punch Jack Kirby. I will, he would deserve it for that. Everything else is fine. I mean, he'll punch you back, though. I don't care. I will fight Jack Kirby. 
I will, I will fucking do it. Send, Har- get, get me in a time machine. He's four <laughs> feet tall. Harleen, number one. Story and art by Shepjin Sejic. I said that wrong. I already... I just, I, it's got a lot of... It's got J's in it. I give up. You know. Letters by Gra- Gabriella, Gabriella Downey. Your favorite named comic book character. This is this, a black this, label this, book. And it is a book, prequel origin story book. This book is not called harley this book is called hot joker that no one asked for i mean this I, we've i think it's also got bat butt in it it does have that sajik sayek however you say his name he is he uh did the art in uh uh like he, rat queens did some rat queens art um the, the thing i know him from is uh sunstone i think it's called which is a book about um people fucking each other doing <laughs> doing bdsm he, he does lots of um, erotica stuff as well and i uh hey but i'm here for it um uh more more books that fuck i mean, I, i've two always in a row here i've always liked his art it's not that yeah, art is not it's it, it's neat his art is always i've always liked it regardless of whatever it is the writing is what I was really curious about when I was like, oh, he's writing this book as well. It's a Harley origin story. I, yeah, I, I don't I like having read some of Sunstone. Like I I didn't particularly find it bad. Like, I think that he's not a bad writer and he writes good dialogue, even though I think that there's I don't know. This is this is a lot. There's a lot of comic in here and it's got a little ham fisted like uh, overlays of like we're going to be murderers in five months it's like it's it's got that corny shit it's a it's not got loads and loads of subtlety but he's certainly i think passing good but i am a little uncomfortable with hot joker i mean it's yeah it it's the the uh, you know it is the way you have him be disarming you know Mm-hmm. and have him like be a little bit the that the charisma and the charm is a little bit more evident here than it would be if mm-hmm. it was just you know whatever version of joker you'd rather have uh here in uh instead of hot joker i i think yeah like everything you said is right it's more and like if you if the idea of, i would say that if the idea of this book excites you then you should get it because i think it's executed very well my main any misgivings i have is mostly about how i feel about the necessity of this book mm-hmm. like i don't need to see the origin story of harley quinn like i get you when you say when you when you just say it out loud she used to be a psychiatrist at arkham and then she got corrupted by the joker i get it i don't need yeah. it spelled out for me i kind of feel like like a lot of stuff in comics and i think harley kind of in particular because she is literally she was created for a children's show version of mm-hmm. batman yes which and you know there there are versions of batman that you know from way before that's all that it was but like you shouldn't mind depth in some things i don't think it's 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 a reasonable thing to do um I don't mind the character that the, this woman that they've painted, and I don't 
I I don't mind that they want to, you know, kind of mind this thing and 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 ask these questions of like who she is and how this happens and but like it is like she's she's supposed to hit people with a mallet and steal fucking pillowcases with with dollar signs mm-hmm. from banks like it it I don't particularly I don't know that I particularly want to think about it. It doesn't really need to go too deep and say a whole bunch of shit. It just seems wrong, you know? Yeah, it's not... I It, it, it just doesn't really need to exist, I guess. I, I It could... Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I don't know, maybe, you know, over the course of the, the miniseries, it will give her a lot more depth and some a little bit more interest but it's that i think it's also largely a problem with current harley quinn books where she's a comedy character she's deadpool mm-hmm. and that's fine like there's a big audience for that and i don't necessarily hate it it's just not for me but mm-hmm. when you have this where it's very serious and very like oh yeah she's the joker is literally haunting her and yeah. that is diametrically opposed from the majority of harley quinn books now and Mm -hmm. that the schism between the two is very much like oh i want to have my cake and eat it too and i'm like well i don't you know if i read a spider-man book he's still spider-man regardless of what you know i don't need the gritty origin it's the same problem i have with that joker movie that's out now like yeah it's not that it's a bad movie or whatever it's like i don't needed to exist why is it here like Mm -hmm. and i don't know how to say that i like i think this is a good comic book like i think it is a good comic book for what it is it's just i don't know if i'm particularly care much about it you know after i I read it i think like if you had told me it's the guy that did sunstone or or whatever book and Mm -hmm. it's about harley quinn and the joker like i think i could have told you the majority of the things because like his character really shines in this and that his, like he's pro feminist. It's going to be very sexual, um, which I don't know. It's a, it's a, I, I mean, I would say that's a pretty horny Joker and that's a pretty horny Batman. No, it's absolutely um, there. It is. The book is absolutely infused with, uh, like I feel like, I feel like that Joker and Batman are like just about to mud wrestle. I mean, it's I I would if that book if this book was about like Joker and Batman like being weirdly gay for each other and then and like they've that's hinted, Chris Anka's new book I, if they like, hinted at that stuff before where Joker is actually jealous of Batman having like a love interest that's not him I'm like that's interesting but that's not this book isn't about that this book is about Harleen Harleen Quinzel. Such a good name, Doctor Harleen Quinzel, eventually becoming Harley Quinn, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need everything spelled out for me. So I guess I'm a buy if that if you, I'm a do not buy for me. I'm a buy for anyone who this book sounds interesting because it's it is that it does it really well, but I don't, you know, personally I'm a bleh. I think uh, Sijik has has answered the question. None of us knew. None of us knew we needed to know, which is what color is Joker's armpit hair. It's green. He goes the full length, you know. Yeah. 
So I'm a buy. I'm a I'm both. I'm an I I'm an uncomfortable buy. Okay, I think I'm. I, we can do that. Double uncomfortable buy. Yeah. Uh, for Harleen number one. Next up, our last two books of the week are Powers of X number five and House of X number six, written by Jonathan Hickman with art by R.B. Silva and uh, Mardi Gracia on Powers and Pepe Larraz and Mardi Gracia on House. I have just realized we have read all these fucky books this time, mm-hmm. and we're reviewing a children's book. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We we contain multitudes, Eric, all right? We can... I guess that's fine. We didn't... This is not know, a children's show. No, children should not we're, listen we're to us. We're not reading Dick's the comic book. No. Um, and this is the... It's the X-Men fucky book as well. We're the first decree by order of nightcrawler mm-hmm. fuck go fuck yep hey Canonical. logan logan go fuck scott you guys need to bury the hatchet uh literally that's you're, it should not be hatchet shaped my dude hey logan i don't, I don't care what i don't weapon care x. what your x gene says weapon x logan had a lot of shit done to him is not responsible for all it's, of it it's it's weapon triple x bud oh um we're God, almost... I've got some. I have just tons of filthy jokes. I'm hashtag born like this. So we get we get in. You know, we are we have the Council of X. We have Emma being a badass and powers. Uh, we have one missing member, which is a little strange because the information in this book uh, conflicts with what Marvel has said is confirmed with a spoiler about who that last member of the council is. Cause here it says the red King and it is not a King at all who becomes that last member of the council. You know, gender's a spectrum, bud. I, I, if I told you who it was, Eric, you would go, Oh, okay. That doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. Um, I don't, I don't know that I want to read a spoiler. Exactly. I'll just let things happen. So I'm not going to tell you, I mean, I didn't really intend to read it. It just kind of happened when I was, reading a bunch of comic book shit. Um, so we get the laws established of this new land of Krakoa. We, we, we have Sabretooth thrown into eternity of solitary confinement. That certainly he's won't put, end up in the Sarlacc pit. Won't certainly end up being some ominous portent. Ominous portent. Who are you? I'm a writer. Who talks like this? I like ominous portent. That's a good common combination of do you, words. Do you also say a murder most foul? I I will if if it, the situation uh, needs me to. Um, I, I'm just gonna buy you a cape. I would. That'd be neat. Uh, Gorgon. Yeah, Gorgon's cape. Gorgon's in this book, Eric. I like a Gorgon. He's a cool guy. Not a cool guy, actually. He's kind of a shithead, but uh, I'm. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I mean, now ever now all the mutants are friends again. For now, I imagine mm-hmm. that the last powers issue is gonna reveal that secretly, no, they are not friends, and bad shit's gonna happen eventually. Of course, um, but it's nice while it lasts. I'm interested to see how it like this. It it is really inc- it's kind of crazy how much has been set up in just eleven issues by this point, and soon to be twelve. Like, a, a whole new mutant nation with laws and why and how it all works together. Uh, a, an incredible large cast of, of of mutants. Gold Balls is now a 
integral member of mutant society, which is not a sentence I would have thought at all prior to yeah, this it's, run. It's shocking. Uh, I mean, it still looks great. I'm still on board with this book. I'm very excited about the Dawn of X books. I it it's like I'm it's like where I'm at the point where I'm like, am I going to be reading every X Man book now? Because I kind of want to. I, I, I'm going to tell you, bud. That's what they want. That's yes. The point is to sell you every book. I know. I know. I realize, but there's still you're, part of me that goes, "You are what." A sucker. What they call no, it's a mark. I'm sorry. This is not wrestling. You can't use mark. It works everywhere. I'm sorry. Concept's the same. Are you still subscribed to the WWE Network, Eric? Fuck no. Okay. No, a long time ago. I I kept it like a month and a half. Okay. Um. Well. Well. well Why I'll, do you want? Do you want to talk about the I'll shenanigans? Try, I'll try and confine. No, I. I, just, I, I we're going to talk a little I, bit I mean, about. Wrestling. I'm, I'm eager to. It's. It's. It's notable. We're going to talk a little bit about wrestling in our next segment. So I'll give you guys a oh. heads up. I'm a double buy <laughs> on Powers in House. These both these issues are really good. Like they have been. Nightcrawler being the official. Hey, let's fuck. Is really fun. Yeah, but like his mom said that to him. And he's like, yeah, mom, fucking. Because Mystique is his fucking mom. Mm, I don't think that's true anymore. Really? I think. Well, that's good. I think. I'm I feel not positive. better about this I'm not now. positive about it, but I think that's not true. I do like a world where Mystique is a MILF, though. I mean, Mystique is absolutely fucking. That's not. Mm -hmm. That's not. All of them are fucking. I would, she's, she's top five fuckiest mutants. You know, yeah. she's in the mix. I would say her, Logan. Uh, why can't I think of uh, Pepe Le Pew's name? Gambit. Phantom X. Phantom X. Who's number five? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like like Gambit talks a big game, but doesn't really get any. Mm, Gambit, the way he looks, absolutely fucks. Mm. 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 I just like him being a failure. I, I realize. I mean, mind. I this I'm, this is not my opinion, but I think Kane and he Gambit is a man who, before he got married to Rogue, absolutely fucked around a lot. Um, I'm trying to think who would be number five. Shatterstar? No, Longshot. Longshot has to be it. Call him call him Longshot for a reason. Yeah, huh? it has to be. It's fucking, got it's got to be a Lifeldian character. It has is that to what be, it is? Has to be Longshot. It's not. There's not even a doubt that fucking. I call him Long Dong Silver. <laughs> All right, uh, that's double buy on Powers of X number five, House of X number six. So we can move this is on. Wildly inappropriate conversation. We are talking about a children's book later. That's it's a it's an all ages book. Thank you. <sighs> and I am all I am an age. I guess that's true. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is part of the show where can I talk about what we've been up to the past couple weeks. Uh, anything we want to talk about? Movies, books, video games, wrestling is often the case. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. Um, be prepared to skip ahead if you're lame as fuck. <laughs> do you want to do you want to do that? Get that out of the way first, Eric, or do you want to save it for last? Uh, let's let's put it at the let's back end it. OK, uh, I've been mostly playing Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, if I'm completely honest when I'm not writing right now, but. I've also been dabbling with a new game called Noita. It is early access on Steam. Let me let me stop you for this one before Eric. It is a roguelike dungeon crawler. I've already thrown up in my mouth. 
uh, it's you are a wizard and you okay, are. I like that sentence. Yeah, you are a wizard. That is you are uh-huh. a wizard and you are going down into a uh, a dungeon that is different every time that it is like a uh, spelunky and that it is it has, you know, unique levels as and they get harder as you go down. Um, it, the the hook of this game, the weird novelty of it, the weird gimmick, if you want to call it that, is that it is pixel graphics. Every pixel is is uh has physics. Mm-hmm. So like they're in and they have different properties, like a terraria kind of, like a Minecraft almost, where you you'll run into uh wood or you'll run into oil, and if you set the wood on fire. All the wood that's touching that wood will also catch on fire and burn away and disappear. It will turn into smoke, which floats up into the ceiling. If you light oil on fire, it lights all the uh, you know associated oil on fire as well. If you step in oil and then later get near fire, you will catch on fire. If you use a bomb spell, which you have access to eventually, um, it will, and you use it to blow up a piece of structurally important ground, things will collapse. And crush enemies. Um, I have killed myself multiple times with bombs accidentally. Mm. Or I was too close to something and then I was literally bathed in fire and died. Um, but then you, as you're going down through level, you face you know a lot of enemies. You're also uncovering new wands. And in between these levels, you can kind of mix and match the powers, the spells that are kind of slotted into these wands you can carry four wands and then you can slot different spells into the different slots on these wands and it can have a dramatically different effect on how you play because some wands go shoot really fast and have infinite spells certain spells are basically infinite that you just cast them forever infinite ammo and certain spells have finite ammo because those are more powerful and then you can manipulate how fast you want to cast them how slow you want to cast them with the wand you use and you can also get health upgrades that carry out through your run and perks in between levels that make you so that bombs don't ex- that explosions don't hurt you that fire doesn't hurt you you're immune to certain status effects or you're you know you suddenly are invisible when you're not doing anything you know there's and there's there's that kind of you know uh perk system similar to um I can't think of the name um roguelike game where you are descendants of a family going through a castle oh rogue legacy rogue legacy it's you know perks like you you would get at the beginning of that except you get them between every level uh and they're positive generally um it's it's fun just to kind of screw around in because every like you're like the by the time you get down to the third level it's ice and by that point you usually have like some sort of wand that can cut through solid materials and you're trying to get to the bottom of every level, so you're just like cutting through swaths of levels that are, and watching things explode. And you can ch- create traps for enemies by like setting up a bomb right underneath a big well of oil, and then they're doused in oil and they burn alive and stuff. Uh, it's really fun. Um, it's very st- stupid, and if one, if you don't like roguelike games, you're not going to like it. And if you don't like randomly sometimes dying, uh because you didn't realize that there was a bomb or something it's gonna it has that kind of like insta death trap thing going on at times because you're like oh wait that's a bomb and then you're dead because an enemy shot the bomb that you have to be standing next to 
and boom, you explode instantly. But the runs are not that long. Like, I think my longest run was like 30 minutes, and then I, you start over. So, I don't know. It's still in early access. I'm really interested to see where they do with it. Did you mention it was from the same team as Baba as you? I didn't even know that. Yeah, it says I'm looking at their website. I mean, I see similarities. Makes sense to me. Certainly in the art art style. Yeah, I think just sort of in the kind of weirdness. And brutal nature of it, yeah. Yeah, puzzly solver. Mm-hmm. This is, it's not, there's not a lot of puzzles. It's, it's really, well, I mean, know, just sort of like. Has systems, though. The nature of the world, you know, is what the puzzle is in in baba and this is seems like the same kind of thing that you're interacting with the kind of nature of the world Mm -hmm. and having to go through it that way if that makes sense like it it just seems like a common like strand in the dna there you know layered systems as well that's certainly true Mm -hmm. um that's really all i have i've been trying to finish a book and it's not still not happening um life is hard (laughs) it is so what have you been up to eric i drove to atlanta for two big art events i literally got back this morning um just in time for work because i was driving um and was leaving rather late in the day on sunday and my original intention was to get home around midnight or 1 a.m., but couldn't do it. I was too exhausted and had to stay in Ocala, which is n- no one's idea of a good time. But I did. I drove to Atlanta um, and I was in a um, uh, it, was a, it was a different, a unique, fun concept of, a, of an art show. It was butt themed and uh, put on i would say by some some different folks in the the atlanta polyamory community so that is that is why i was meeting people that were very open about their kinks and and telling long-winded stories about how they met fisting each other and weird shit like that Um, but it was, it was good. I met a lot of really, uh, really fun, interesting people. Didn't spend too, too much time because the shows were just like, you know, it was like Friday night and Saturday night. I made it just in time as I left, uh, Tampa around noon and got there about seven 30. Um, but while I was there, I had been talking to my brother who was wanting a mural done to uh, promote one his friend's bar, but also to promote his uh, Atl- his Atlanta D and D group, his ATL D and D group. Um, I can't, I have not released the graphics of it yet. Possibly by the time this is out, I'll be clear to do that. But for sure, it'll be like late Wednesday, maybe Thursday. I'll be releasing it. Robbie, you've seen the completed mural. It looks very nice. Would you just would you describe it? It is a, it's a beholder, mm-hmm. a D and D monster, uh, you know, a big a big giant ball, floating ball with a, a bunch yeah. of eyeballs poking off of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's uh, classic. It is a it is a classic. Um, 
I had a good time doing it. I uh, it was a it was a nice win because I had been feeling a little sensitive about my Inktober work. Maybe not being quite what I want it to be. I, I look back at them and I look at them all together and I feel pretty good about it. But I'm still, I don't know. I'm like this every October, honestly. I'm I'm just like a house of glass on the inside. Um, but I, um, yeah, I'm tired. I'm really exhausted. I've not been sleeping a whole lot. I've been... Certainly to start painting that mural, I had to drink a lot. I was in a group chat with my brother and uh, 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 an employee of the bar who's a friend of ours. I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to I have to write drunk and edit sober. They call that pulling a Hemingway. And he's like, I I thought that meant killing yourself. Don't do that. (sighs) But I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I have paint in my nose. <laughs> Don't do it. Speaking of your, what is your Inktober uh, subject about? What are you doing Inktober on this year? Eric? Gosh, have we really not done an episode in October yet? I guess that scans. Mm-hmm. So I am drawing the entire AW roster, at least as of October one, because mm-hmm. they've just added Jack Swagger and maybe someone else. Jake. And- Hager, come on, Eric. Don't use... Oh, whoops. Whoops. (laughs) Jake Hager. Not Jack Swagger. Even though he he still uses real Jack Swagger on Twitter, so... Yeah. He looks like... He he looks like he... Like, the longest thing he's ever read is a cereal box. The boy does not look like a thinker. he, He will be great as long as they let Jericho talk for him. Yeah, and that's good. I'm okay with that. Yes, I'm. I'm. He, he was never a bad wrestler. He was just not good on the microphone. But WWE decided, well, let's make him have to talk anyway. Yeah. And then they eventually fired him, probably because they got bored or whatever. If he was, I'm amazed that the WWE hasn't signed him in the, the lead up to all this because of the fear that he would be. He's absolutely he, Jr. Absolutely is the impetus for them signing Jake. One hundred percent. That is a JR endorsed wrestler all the way through. I'm willing to be proven wrong. He looks like a goober. He, I mean, he me. does look like, I mean, he has, that's, he has a really good punchable face. And that's like, it's yeah. a MJF has the same thing. The Miz, those, that's a, it's a, it's a yeah. good quality when you're a heel. It's a good heel quality for yeah. sure. Yeah. 100%. Like you want to just hate their guts a little bit. But you're doing the roster, the entire roster. The entire roster. It's a lot of people. It is a lot. Um, I actually, I'm not too far behind. I did start drawing uh, Angelico and um, Jack Evans. They, they have they have an official tag team name now. Oh, do they? It is Hybrid Two. That is terrible. It is terrible, but I mean, it's befitting them. <laughs> I mean, they were in Mexico. They were the white boys from heaven. Yeah, they're that's 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 a good that's a good heel heelish you know tag team name hybrid two i'm assuming they'll explain it at some point the hybrid experience (laughs) i just that's just gonna that's gonna make me laugh forever the hybrid two uh they they uh so they have they have a name um i guess i'll post it under that i don't have a problem with that 
I, I, I like, I like those guys. I like Angelico a lot. They're good wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I want to, I want to see them. I want to see them do well. I want to see everybody do well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, speaking, speaking of AEW Dynamite was, I, yeah. we, we will, I will, I certainly watch it. I watch it. We actually had like, we live chatted while we were watching AEW Dynamite. Yeah, well, instead of, instead of all the, put, instead of putting it on Twitter, I just tweeted it or I, I sent it to Robbie. It's a debut show on Wednesday night, a new wrestling program, yeah. new wrestling promotion, officially AEW's official first televised uh, live event that's not a pay-per-view on TNT. Yep. Honestly, I enjoyed it more. I mean, you know this. I told you this, that I enjoyed it more than than many of the recent pay-per-views. I think it's it was really, really good. I mean, I mean obviously it had to be. They're pulling out a lot of stops for sure. No, they they are they are certainly it. I was it it is already better. I mean, better produced than any of their pay per views so far. Like it, mm-hmm. there was a lot less awkward camera stuff. There was less. The announcing was better. Tony Schiavone makes Jr. Yes. way better just by his presence. It 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 absolutely. They are friends in real life, and you can tell that Tony's presence there with jr makes him feel a little bit a little bit i got at home and he he, he and it, it I, they they didn't step on each other the calls felt all felt really good uh the yes. ratches were really good i i liked how everything went down basically um i i don't know it 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 did everything well it it mm. was a very good first episode of television it, what I don't think it was like a home run, but at this point, I think it's better that it wasn't some like that's what NXT did against it to try and like, you know, counter program is that they put every championship match on the line and had like yeah. limited commercial interruptions. And they, you know, they did as much as they possibly could and they still lost in the ratings. And now what are what's going to the next episode of NXT going to look like? You know, they're not going to have four championship matches every single episode this is this is what i was saying about nxt is it's just fucking try hard you know you've got the announcers like just obviously like selling the fuck out of everything they're like oh my god everything is amazing that's 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 moro that's not that's not a that's a him thing. It's not necessarily an XT. Yeah, I thing. know, but you know what? He, he I, I don't think he owns the fucking show. They can, they can get someone who's not a piece of garbage. But like that uh, is how the whole thing Eric, felt. Is what I'm saying, Eric. The I'm just saying that most people really like Morrow. Not you're. That's, you are the exception. I don't. I don't see why. The, I, I don't mind him. I don't think he's amazing, but I don't mind him. There's the among among the WWE announcers, especially most people really like Morrow and they like uh, Nigel McGuinness as well as the uh, heel announcer. And Beth is there. She doesn't. She's fine. She doesn't really do much. Um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's this is I think the thing I, I about Dynamite is like judging it like objectively as a television program that has to happen every week as opposed to a pay-per-view event. Is that it feels like they could do this every week. It feels like the things that happen in this episode, nothing is like something that cannot be reproduced. 
you could easily have the next episode of television have similar structure and it would work just as well with their their cast of characters that are announcing matches i'm waiting to see if they have a, a show in the austin greater austin area because they just announced a dallas show today that's happening in november and i'm as soon as they announce if there's an austin show or not i'm gonna probably drive up for the dallas show i'm gonna be very jealous uh but i'll see uh if they do a show that's closer if that is true i'll be going to that one um because i'm super excited uh, they'll be if if they're coming down for they're coming down to texas i either they're going to i mean it, we'll see if they go east or west you know if they're going east they're going to end up in florida they're going to do a show in jacksonville at least um who knows if they go further south because it is kind of a weird travel thing but um i'm i give it a, a two thumbs up i'm going to be watching on wednesdays i'm excited yeah i think with it and BTE, I it, it it's it's keeping my interest level up. Yeah, BTE is also was really good today. <laughs> it was it was really good today. It, it really very, really is really funny. The Kenny uh, storyline, I am dying for it. I I watched it twice and I laughed just as hard when Frankie Kazarian was doing that that bit. Mm-hmm. Bob Holly. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It's so so good this is so stupid god it made me laugh so fucking hard marco stunt mark i can't believe his voice sounds like that i mean what were you expecting i was not i was not expecting a child's voice <laughs> he's not a very large person so it's no he crazy. is a wee little man he's a he's a little guy what does he what does he build at do you oh, know oh well, i don't i i don't think they actually give i don't he, i think yeah, they, he's they a, just he's a he has his height is zero they just make i think i believe it's a joke just as much as uh the you know the how they build luchasaurus weighing 30 tons or something like that yeah um i don't know it's very good we'll we'll probably do a uh a, a serial finasis episode uh when the full gear happens Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that as well. It's a very exciting time. Um, I'd rather we, we can just skip over the shitstorm that was Hell in a Cell and poor Bray Wyatt. I we don't have to say too much about it, but it's I I'm stunned. I, like I when I read what happened, I thought people were joking. It's that it's insane. It's absolutely crazy uh, no, it's to nuts. do that. I don't know what on earth on how on earth that would that you would think that would be the right thing, the right decision among all the possible things you could choose. Literally, you could choose anything, mm -hmm. you, you, and that's the version of of events that you have. Okay, Whew. Uh, uh, um, you ready to move on, Eric? You want to talk about some children? Your 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 precious children's book. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I I. I'm going to have to clean up my language for what? this next bit. We don't. It's fine. We're two adult men who are discussing say poopy diaper, baby, two poopy diaper, baby. We can move on to our final segment. It is time for Nerdboy Book Club. Nerdboy Book Club is our show. Eric and I sign it longer like to work. Discuss it in depth like you would a book in a book club, except it's a comic book. Uh, this week we are discussing Guts by Raina Telgemeier with colors by Braden Lamb. Um, it is a... As said on the front cover, companion to Smile, which is her other graphic memoir. Um, you know what my thought was after I finished this, Eric? What was it? It was, I'm jealous. 
of kids who are growing up right now and get to read these books. Mm-hmm. That's why I was I, I was finishing this book. I was tearing up because it touched me. And then I'm like, I had the thought, I'm like, man, I wish I had this when I was a kid. Yeah. I think kids have a lot of good shit now. I mean... The, I mean, it doesn't matter because they're not going to live to be 30. The, every, all humans are going to die. I mean, they'll make it a... Six, I, mean, I mean, 30. I think 30 is achievable. Maybe not 50. Okay. As long as we're being grim about it. Exactly. But it, it just it just is... It is so open and honest about anxiety and health issues and and i don't know relationships with other kids and there was nothing like this when i was at least nothing i had access to i'm my and my parents let me read anything they gave me books all the time and they didn't and i the comic books i read were spider-man and you know x-men and i'm that was good and all i liked it but it certainly didn't prepare me for adult life Mm. Or being a, a functioning person, <laughs> it accidentally probably hurt me being a functioning person. Honestly, reading that much X Men, <laughs> I, I do. Th- th- there's a reason that our generation and the people a couple of years younger than us, there's a lot of shitheads. I don't think it's X Men comics that did it. No, probably not. It's somebody that, like I don't but... know. There's something's got us fucked up. It's just it would be it would be nice if we had Raina Telgemeier to mom us into being normal people. Yeah. And it's this book is I don't know. It's not it's very simple. Like all of her books are largely all of them are simple. You know, the the it's this and or this is the other. This is a memoir. So this is like a smooth smoothed over version of her own life her own her own childhood and dealing with ibs and not but not only that like the title is guts and that certainly is a part of it and i was ex- i wasn't expecting the the way this skewed because this this skewed away from just like oh it's how i dealt with having you know you know digestive issues it it skewed towards like hey it's okay to go to therapy it's okay to talk and be friendly with other kids and to try and be nice to them and try and understand uh, other people and the fears they face and the anxiety they face because it's as much as you are facing these things they are facing them as well and that's not what i really i, I don't know i didn't really expect a lot but the title is guts and the, and it's a good title i think but it is more than just like that surface level thing which is i guess i think right Tagomire writ large it's never just like, hey, it's a very surface level thing. There's always a little bit more to it. What do you think, Eric? What was your gut reaction? My gut's reaction? Mm-hmm. I'm struggling a bit to to talk about it. Um, I do. It's hard for me to come up with anything that we haven't already said about Reyna. You know? Not everyone's listened to everything we've said about Reyna. Yeah, I know, but I have. <laughs> I don't like repeating myself. It's okay. I, you know, the, the the magic of what she does is that she can take pretty much any subject, literally a book about shitting and puking your brains out, and make it accessible. 
You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of taboos in this book. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, like the 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 stomach issues that people are horrified about, um, <clears throat> and the therapy, and which I I don't know uh, it it. Arena is very impressive, you know, her art and just the humanist way she approaches things like it's it's so obvious and there that you just sort of slip right into it and you don't even realize, you know, that that you're in this. So it's 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 almost a challenge for me to talk about it. You know, I I it is so different from every other comic that we read and that in, in the best way possible, like it still, it makes me sneer at the comics that are made. You know, it mm. makes me sneer at comic culture because Raina is very much not comic culture and she's a fucking rock star creator and I don't know. I still like, I still don't get it. I don't understand. Like, obviously I read this and I love it. And it's just amazing how people can come to this and appreciate it. Like I got the last copy in my local target. Like those shelves were picked clean. You know, it was like by like, like they set a pack of dogs on the, on the kids book section. The one copy I had was there because it was misfiled and beaten up. <laughs> this book is the number one bestseller in the, the in the country, uh, not in comics, but in all books. Yeah. So finally, she's dethroned Dog Man, which I have no problem with. Is it Dave Pilkey, Pikey? I don't know. We should honestly read some of his books, too, just because it's it interests me. There's this whole world of comics. And I, I love the idea of all ages books. I really do. Like, I think it's fabulous. And anything that gets kids reading is a good and beautiful thing. I mean, it's we. I think we have probably touched on this every time that we've read a Raina book, but it's like, they are always number one sellers. They are, she is by far the most sold comic book creator. And it's not no, close. Dave, no, Dave, uh, dog man. He, he, uh, he's also the guy that was like captain underpants. He, he outsells her. Not now. She's well, not this book, but still he's, he was ahead after ghosts. He's been an establishment as well. He's also on the Scholastic label. I'm pretty sure I saw numbers. I mean, not maybe not lifetime, but for the past like five years. And she's like number one, three, four and five for total books. And he is on dog, the list. Dog, but... man, dog man is just as current. He outsells her. Mm. You can you can check it at your leisure. I I'm willing to be wrong about it but i'm relatively sure before this book that that was the case people fucking love that shit dude scholastic is absolutely huge 
Well, I know that, but I mean, I think I saw every list I've ever seen. She's always number one, her, whatever her book is for that year. So I don't, I mean, he's on the list for sure, but it's, I don't really know about lifetime sales, right? He's been selling for a lot longer than she has. She's only been like babysitters club books came out in like early 2010s. I want to mm-hmm. say maybe late 2000s, um, which were, I certainly have not sold as well as her last couple books, which are incredible. I mean, they, the scholastic printed a million copies for this, a million, 1 million copies. Of, mm-hmm. of it which is a lot uh and i think it's largely it is kind of like because it's a book that goes to bookstores and comic book companies has decided we are not going to bother with bookstores for some yeah. reason i mean i think dc has done it again but marvel kind of bought stopped bothering at a certain point which is insane to me uh it, it is an absolute i i bought my first comic book from a bookstore not a comic book store because we didn't have I, we didn't have a comic book store. I definitely bought a lot of comics from bookstores. I didn't have a choice. Like there, I, mm-hmm. my dad's not taking me to Orlando or Tampa to buy a comic book. We we went to the local mall and there was a books a million, and that's where I got my comic books. And they were like probably three months old by the time I got them or whatever. Uh, but I think it's just ignoring this wide market. And frankly, the fact that Marvel and DC farm out their all ages content to other comic book companies tells you how good they are at it. They're just like, we'll sell you a license to make all ages Batman comics, but we are not going to make any ourselves, which is crazy. Like, think how popular Batman and Spider-Man are with kids and the the companies themselves don't make all ages books. It's ridiculous. But I mean, it. It does, I think that's the thing that really stood out when I read this is very much like it's, Rena is fearless. Because it seems that, like, if someone told me, oh, it's a, it's a, like a, 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 a an all ages book about suffering about anxiety at IBS. I'd be like, that sounds like very difficult to do well. The, the difficulty level on that seems hard. And... This book is so clean, and the story's told so well, and the art is so charming, and it's so well-written and naturalistic, and it doesn't ever feel preachy. It never feels like it's talking down to its audience. It truly is an all-ages book. I never felt like I was, like, I you have to be a kid to read this. I, I would suggest, I would give this to any adult. Hey, read it. Because it's touching. It touched me. It's just sweet. And it's and it's not it's like uh I don't it's it's like a it's non-toxic. It's like and I mean that like in the best way possible. Like it's pure. Mm-hmm. That's very much who Raina is. It it I don't know. I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen a person that I I that comes off more just pure and innocent as as Raina. It's so so fucking wholesome. It's ridiculous. And it's just and when this is it's like a nice palate cleanser. You know, and it, when you're coming off you know, a lot of books that are in the comic culture I think has changed a lot even in the space of the time we've done this podcast. Yeah. But there is still like 
it is still a tremendous source of toxicity and toxic fandom. And then you read this book and it's like, hey, it is it 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 boldly covers taboo subjects for kids. It it no one when I was ten or twelve or you know, when I would be reading this comic, there was no one in my life saying, It's okay to be anxious sometimes. It's okay to be afraid sometimes. It, it therapy even is okay. I, my parents probably couldn't afford therapy at the time, but it's okay. All these things are all right. There's no one in my life was was saying that. I believe uh, I had to struggle with it quite a lot in my thirties, even. And, and and I mean, and it starts here. It starts when you're a kid. It starts with very much like. Nah, just walk it off. Nah, just no, don't worry about it. Nah, just shake it off. Whatever, kid. You know that kind of attitude. That attitude of oh, we it, oh, you don't need to see a doctor. You're just you're just a little sad today. You're just a little down. It'll it's a phase. It'll pass. And just having someone somewhere tell you it's okay, but but it's not imaginary. It's not momentary. It's a real thing that you just have to learn to live with, but not dismiss as fiction. <laughs> it's real, and it's happening, and it's okay. Not, it's made up in your own mind, it's, uh, you know, it, oh, your, your incredible anxiety in normal situations is normal, is not, is not even spoken aloud about, basically, and that's... This book is just saying, like, confronting those facts. And, like, Raina is just, she goes right in. The, like, the, the, literally the start of the book is fourth grade was about grossing each other out. And it goes up through the beginning of puberty for the, for her, for, her, for, in her friends, friend group, basically, while she is in school. And basically just talks about in, at boldface about trying to learn that. There's a lot of gross stuff that we don't talk about because we're afraid, and there's a lot of things that aren't that aren't gross necessarily, but fears and anxiety that are inside that everyone is struggling with, and not to be afraid to talk about it. And seeing little Reina go through this stuff openly and honestly is incredibly powerful. Like, there's not adult comics that do this very <laughs> a lot of, really... Now, we live in a, a world where we are very much used to papering over anything unpleasant and, you know, people people will shit post about being supportive or, you know, about caring about this or that, but they, people aren't really good at it. People aren't really good about talking about these things and uncomfortable subjects. And I don't know. I could hope we could teach children to be better. Yeah. I, and I think that's, I think that's why Raina is so popular is because it's honest and it's real and it, it has wide appeal. It looks great. Her cartooning is really good uh, and her storytelling is really good and it's creative and it's, and it's not stayed. It like I was thinking of like there, I, I I don't know why I think I just associate it with Brandon Graham mm -hmm. whenever there's like a little like a panel that just has a lot of little items with labels attached to them 
I definitely associate it with him as well. There's plenty of other people that have done it, and he might not even be the first person, but it's it's absolutely a thing that I still love from his comics. And, and there's that in here. There's a lot of that yeah. kind of little minute, minute breakdown of like the, the very beginning, like what they ate for dinner and mm-hmm. how the and how even the, like how her friends prepare di- dinner differently because of their ethnicity or because of their family and all that stuff. It's all very interesting. I can't even imagine what it was like to have Korean friends because Raina is somewhere in our age range. She might be my age or a little older or she's, younger. She's a little older than you. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. But I can't even imagine the time that I grew up. I, I don't know. I, I had at, at, at Raina's age in this comic, I would not have known what in the fuck Korea was. Kimchi. Yeah. I mean, I fucking love kimchi. What in the hell? Amazon keeps signing me out for whatever shit reason. I don't know. But Fuck it, you, Amazon. <laughs> I would say that too, but I need them to survive. So, uh, I mean, unfortunately, we all do. Let's give them more power over us. Oh God! But it it. Let's sign up for Disney Plus and Amazon Prime and Walmart Double Plus. Good. <laughs> A three-ended literature joke, there, bud. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, no. it's very good double plus good you could even say yeah yeah there you go but i do want to my only criticism of this is artichokes are gross artichokes are fine mayonnaise is good mayonnaise is fine i'm i am i'm a mayonnaise evangelist a manager a man man don't 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 hurt don't hurt yourself (laughs) i think i just pulled a muscle uh can I interject something? Because I was Googling. Okay. Dave Pilkey's last Dogman book from last year, the initial print run was three million. Dog? Is it? What is it called? It was the fifth book of Dogman. There's five of them? Yeah. Dude, he has sold more than 80 million books. Holy that is s- a fucking insane number. Turns I'm out, telling you. Turns out Pil- parents buy, a- buy stuff for their children. They're the only... Like, it's the... <laughs> People have a lot of resistance to buying things, but if it's for their kids and it's relatively cheap, they're just like, okay, I'm going to throw $20,000 at this five bucks at a time. <laughs> it's cheaper than Disney World. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Is it? Oh, it's less than $80 to go to Disney World plus $3,000 to fly there and live there, stay there in hotels. Cool. We buy it. Will the kid be quiet for five minutes while they're reading this comic? Yep. Okay. Good. Worth it. Um, I don't think it's that. I think you're being very cynical. <laughs> Certain kids. I can't get over how fucking adorable this this photo of baby Raina is. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I like I look at that and like I remember people used to fucking look like that. Jesus! Like it just wounds me. Those school like, photos oh my god. with. Yeah, yeah, with might... that with that in the background, mm-hmm. weird that fucking weird stupid cloudy te- shit, weird texture. <laughs> yeah, um, might as well be Owen Mills. God, the nineties. Um, I don't know what else to say. I uh, this is really good, and you should read it. And I, I mean that. Like, I, I recommend this wholeheartedly to everyone. It, it, I am 
I am not the target audience for this book. I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I think you'd have to be kind of a heartless person to not enjoy Raina books. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I think like your inner child would have to be thoroughly dead, you know? Yes. You, you, you heard the shit I was talking about earlier. And I, I mean, I, I would, I love picking up her books. They're very good. I do think that, I think conclusively her autobiographical stuff, I think is better than her fiction ghosts was fiction mm -hmm. this is autobiographical again drama was also uh also fiction, fiction and i yeah. think i think of of the books certainly that we've read um which i think is all that i know about honestly all we've read all our stuff that's not babysitters yeah which i don't have much interest in that she didn't really write it I mean, she just did the illustrations she might have co i mean co writer co-creator whatever that means you know? possibly but i want to say it's mostly just illustrations um no it's drama is the weakest but it's still very good it is a cute narrative and i think it is a great book for kids this is i think i don't know where i put it you seem very high on it on what um on this book oh you yeah seem very, I, very I think high this is my it. favorite of them of all our books, this is my favorite of them. I wonder. I don't know about that. I mean, I definitely, I read it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad that I read it. I could even see reading it again. I don't know how I feel about where I place it. It may or may not be at the top. I might have to think about that more. I can't give a definitive answer right now. But I mean, all the stuff that you point out is being good. It's, it's interesting that they're, that they're able to tackle this shit a lot more with a lot more vulnerability and honesty than lots and lots and lots and lots of adult media. And it, it is a kid's book that can make a lot of shit look very shallow. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a, a big, you, you, you see the contrast immediately, how mature this is, despite the fact that it's targeted at mm -hmm. kids. I mean, it, considering it contains poopy diaper babies, it's very mature. Very mature poopy diaper babies. Poopy diaper babies. Mm -hmm. um, anything you want to add, Eric? Um, I don't know. Buy the book. Read it. Give it to your friends. Give it to your kids. You, you can find it anywhere as you long can. as it's not sold out. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's not been bought by everyone on earth it, you should it is available in all bookstores and in book fairs and that's a, also a big part of it is mm -hmm. book fairs which you, i love you gotta get it to the people you do you have to actually for people to buy something they have to see it yeah <laughs> it's under underrated knowledge marketing that's my marketing knowledge eric mm -hmm. ask me about marketing for people to buy something they have to look at it with their eyeballs oh fuck mm-hmm <laughs> Turns out that's they, really hard. I thought they, I thought they uh, learned about it by buying a magazine for for like five or six bucks, and then putting it, reading uh, an ad about it for three months down the line, and then writing it up, then filling out a paper order form yeah. and submitting it like it's paperwork yeah. to yes. a business owner. Please, Mister Business Owner, well, can, in three months from now, I'd like to purchase one copy of this. Mm -hmm. that's how normal business works 
that's perfectly normal especially consuming art you know when i want to watch a tv show you know what i do i i go oh that's coming out in four months um let me Mm -hmm. go let me get my printer i'm gonna print out this paperwork fill it out and then submit it to the television man at down at my local cable supplier and then they'll make sure i get this television in three months that's how that's how game of thrones became a big show is people were saying oh i've clearly heard about this show in my tv my tv catalog i ordered i ordered my i went down to the tv store and i bought it they call it t views t views i bought t views for six (laughs) dollars and then uh i looked through it so and i kept in mind the things i want to watch three months from now and then i submitted paperwork to my when you really lay it out like this it makes it clear how insane comic books are let's just say scholastic is very smart Raina telgemeier is very smart dave pilkey very smart it was diamond publishing not smart nah they're apparently not smart i've seen some there's some within some rumors about upheaval in diamond publishing and about how they're going to do business so i'm curious to see if anything changes but I think still. they're just going to continue pooping their diapers. Uh, it might be like, the case. Like big babies. It might be the case. Here's uh, a here's a thing that you should know. Diamond totally doesn't fuck. I can confirm. Yeah. A bunch of incels at, uh, at Diamond. It's true. Diamond has no dick. <laughs> Ghostbusters references. That's what I heard. Goodness. Goodness. Uh, that was Guts by Raina Telgemeier. Uh Next time, we're going to be reading Emperor Joker. Uh, Joker, hot Speaking topic. Speaking <laughs> That's To be fair, that from what I can... I've not seen the movie, but from what I've heard, the movie it's, has nothing to do with that at all. No. It, uh, most of my friends... It logged me out again. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's I, I don't know. I'm not in. Maybe it's maybe they're this finally. This is my personal oh, account. I'm, oh. in, I'm, like, I'm in Kindle Cloud Reader looking at guts. You got a. You got. Um, I have a, a dumb Amazon account. I, I guess that's uh, that's very true. But yeah, I don't think that movie is any. It's from as I can tell, it's just like Taxi Driver, but with the Joker. Uh, yeah, most of, like I was saying, most of my friends that have seen it are giving it positive reviews. No one has said that it's outright terrible. I'm Mike problem with the movie has nothing to do with if it's good or bad or whatever I don't, or if the the quality of it I'm well, what I mean, was what was your problem with the movie was the floor sticky when you went to the movie theater I did not I'm not going to see the movie that's my, the, the it is much like my problem with the Harleen origin comic book it is I don't need to see a Joker origin movie I don't want Joker to have an origin story in particular and I don't want villains in general to have origin story movies because they don't exist without their hero. They are not created in a vacuum. It's not like the Joker existed and then they made a Batman to fight him. It was the opposite. Batman existed and then the Joker existed because that's how villains are created in comic books. You have a superhero and then... it. It's okay, you know, you want to have sympathy. It's like that Rolling Stones song, Sympathy for the Joker. Please excuse me while I introduce myself. Yep. I'm a laughing man. Mm-hmm. Of, 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 I'm the... Uh, 
I'm the Keith Richard who laughs. I mean, Mick, Mick Jagger. I couldn't think of Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger who now laughs. I've, now I've thought of. Now I've thought of Mick Jagger. I'm the Mick Jagger who laughs. Uh, so we're doing Emperor the Jagger who laughs. We're doing Emperor Joker next time. So get ready for some Joker. I guess. No. <laughs> you don't know what that. You don't know that quote. I'm sorry. Just quoting John Mulaney like an idiot. I mean, I like John Mulaney a lot. He's he very funny. Quite funny. He's but very it's, funny. It, I don't need to. I don't. I don't need to just shout into the mic and drag this dumb shit out. <laughs> okay, so read along with us. It's on sale on Comicsology. If you uh, want to read along with us for cheap, it's like five bucks. Um, that'll do it for us today. We have the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at HandsomeBoysComicsHour dot com. Links to everything there: our Facebook, our Twitter, our RSS feed. Uh, our Facebook is facebook.com slash Hour. Our Twitter is HPCO. Or, uh, you can email us at handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. I am online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman, and you can find everything I do on the internet at RobbieDorman.com, including links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my books. Uh, Truth, my newest novel, psychological horror story about a news host haunted by a specter of truth. Read for free on Kindle Unlimited. Eric. Where can they find you and your things online? What a super great question, Robbie. You can see my portfolio at freewillunlimited.com as well as most of the things I get up to online are available at ericzgoodnight.com. That includes uh, links to my Instagram and Twitter and my Twitch. I am known on all services as EZGoodnight. With that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll. Thank <laughs> you.